name's Tracy Cook and welcome to the podcast series Victim to Victory. This series gives a voice to those that have overcome obstacles in all forms that dare greatly to share their real stories. Amazing humans like my next guest that have seen hope and risen above those adversities to become victorious that now support and inspire others to do the same. And today we're giving a voice to Nina Thiara. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Tracy. I'm so excited to be here and share my story. Thank you so much. Now, I want to share a little bit of a background around Nina because I want her to tell you her story and the amazing things that she's doing as a powerful coach. Now, Nina is a divorce coach and she provides her clients with the emotional clarity they need in making the decision whether to leave or stay in a marriage. And I'm guessing a lot of marriages have been tested, especially during 2020. And Nina is going to share with you her own very personal journey of going through a divorce, all that in, that entailed and all of the lessons that she has learnt from that um, journey. And she's very, very passionate about helping women make the right decisions as divorce is, is such a big step. And it is absolutely necessary to leave with clarity, forgiveness and a new hope for the future. Thank you so much, Nina. Who are you? Where does your journey start? Wow. You know, I know we don't we'll have a limited amount of time, so I will share just the nuggets and pieces of it. So where should I start? So I was, uh, as a young child, I had a lot of health issues starting the young age of six or seven, a lot of stomach issues, just not overall feeling well, just tired all the time. And so this kept going on. And then I was married at a, at a very young age at 21, I got married and the stomach, the issues escalated where my symptoms were out the roof, depression, anxiety, hormone issues, you name it. I had everything under, under the sun. And this kept going on till uh, I would say 2008. I must have spent over $50,000 on my health trying to figure out what was wrong with me. And I would get one diagnosis after the other and so many different things. And then in 2008, I met a coach, a naturopathic doctor and a coach. And I think at that time, I was at the end of my rope. I said to the universe, please help me. And a friend of mine who I had disconnected from sent me to the office. She goes, my cousin's a doctor. Why don't you go there? So here I was the end of my rope and I went there and this basically said to me, you do the work that you, I do, trust in the work that I do, your kids will become like you, you will become symptom free, you'll live the life you want. At the time didn't make sense because here I was, went to her, most people go to a doctor and they want to start feeling better. But I was, I would feel better for a couple of weeks and then I'd be worse again. And I'm like, what's going on here? She goes, well, your body's releasing layers and layers of stuff that you've taken on as a child and then as an adult. And I still could not connect the dots. So this went on from 2008. And it was actually in about 2011. I, would, I had layers. I was like a roller coaster. One day I'm feeling better. One day I'm not. So my body's kind of balancing out and things are coming to the surface. And it was about 2011 that I crashed with my first episode of depression. So before my depression was all suppressed. So come 2011, I just crashed. So I would say, and it was so out of the blue, like I felt suicidal. 
you know? And so I called her and I went to see her and she just couldn't connect the dots. She couldn't figure out why I was feeling better. And then all of a sudden I had this feeling all the depression symptoms come out. So we looked into it and she found out that all the stuff that I had gone through as a child, all my programming conditioning was now starting to surface. So I was starting to feel. So the root cause of all my illnesses was I didn't know how to feel my emotions. It was never taught to me as a child to feel my emotions. So all this depression and depression is connected to emotions. Most people don't know this. All my, all my symptoms were related to my emotions. So she had been telling me my journey from 2008, 2011, try to connect your emotions to your symptoms. And I just couldn't get it. So all this stuff. So basically I was doing a lot of energy work. So as the energy work, one layer comes up, the second one comes to heal. So this was happening. So sure. It has it's like a wave. Some days I felt good. Sometimes I didn't. So the depression, she goes, well, keep doing the work. Keep coming. See me. I tried antidepressants. Nothing worked. So for eight months, I crashed hard. Like, I mean, I didn't know I was coming or going. I would get up in the morning. I had two young kids who are now much older, but I would have to get up in the morning. One was at 18 at the time and one was the five, but 13. So I had it. They're basically young adults. So I still take them to school. I set a responsibility as a wife, as a mother. Um, I still had to go to work and I basically couldn't work because I was, it was, I just couldn't function. So that went on for about seven months. And then one day I just basically was clearing some stuff. Once that cleared, I woke up and the depression subsided. And so with the journey up and down from 2008 to 2018, I became symptom free. So basically what I found, I crashed three times during that period with deep depression. My worst was from 2016 to 2000 and I would just being 18. So almost close to three years. That's where the gist of the stuff came out. So basically to sum it all up, that part of my journey um, was being learning how to feel my emotions. I had no idea. So basically it took me 12 years to release all those layers and layers of, and a lot of other stuff happened in that 12 years while I was working with this and doing all this work. I left my marriage. We separated in 2012. So that wasn't working because I wasn't working. So how could my marriage work? So 2000, we separated and two, and then 2015, we divorced. Now, Nina, you touched on your depression. So your depression was, was quite deep. Um, and you're trying to figure out how to feel that because like you said, and like we're talking before the show, we're so programmed and conditioned that we actually forget how to feel. So when you started feeling all these different emotions and you're deep in depression, um, would you mind sharing how that affected the relationships around you as well? Honestly, uh, no one knew what to do with me because here was a, wo a woman who was functioning fine. She was like a robotic state, took care of herself, went to work. She was fine. All of a sudden, she crashes. So what did, what does the family do with it? They don't know what to do. So I had no support except my, my doctor and my therapist, my children didn't know what to do. And how I felt was, you know, even though I'm feeling these emotions, it, I didn't know what was going on. I was very dumbfounded. Like I'm feeling good. What's all this? So basically, like I said, 
that never knew how to feel my emotions. So they were coming up to heal. Mm. And healing through that, it is almost like peeling away at an onion as well, isn't it? Because we're peeling back all of those layers and we're getting to know ourselves again as an adult, but also healing those childhood uh, conditioning patterns as well. So when you've divorced, how did that change the trajectory of your life? Because now you're, um, you're, you're an unmarried woman, you've got a family. How did that change your life? So that's interesting what happened there. So 2012, when we separated, I was, I was fine. So I healed quite a chunk from 2008. And it was 2009 I felt I had married the wrong person. And it was actually 2012 that we separated. So yes, it did change my life, but I went on. I did have days where I didn't feel good, but I kept busy. I had children to raise. I had to go to, I had work. I had a house to take care of. I, I also went back to school to do my coaching certification. So I was in busy mode. So it was in the, the real when it really came to light was when my children were grown up and they were done school and one had moved with his father, one was living with me and my coaching was finished. That's when I really crashed into. So after my divorce, I crashed in mid about, about towards the end of 2016. That's when I crashed physically, emotionally. That's when I really started feeling my emotions. Although I had done all that work, I really started feeling then because most women, when they're leaving a relationship or thinking of leaving a relationship, they just think of all the stuff that's happening. They don't, they don't haven't learned how to really feel. They just look, Oh, this is not being done. This is not working. Well, let's look at why it's not working. So sure. I left my marriage in 2012 and then we later divorced in 2015. My crash came years later. So my last bout of depression was deep, almost two and a half, year, two and a half years. Mm. That's when I really start to feel. That's um, because that's another feeling that we're not really brought up with um, as, a, as a child, you know, that, that separation from a marriage. We've got no comprehension of what separation from marriage is. And especially if you've been part of a unit and you're already going through depression and you're getting to know your feelings and then all of a sudden what was probably familiar is now unfamiliar and these are new feelings do you think that's what led to to the, the depression crash that you that you had to go through that to learn something else that's right so even though I had two bouts of depression before I left left my marriage but the deeper one came because I really didn't feel when I left, I got so in distracting myself, woman distract, either distract by having an affair or they distract by have, uh, you know, dating or uh, getting another relationship. For me, it was my children, my house, um, me go back to school, work. I just kept busy with all that. I, I, I had to go on. Mm. And it's so hard. And I think it's just such an important message as well, Nina, because there's so many people that, that go through divorce and they, like you said, they just go about the motions. They're just doing the do, doing what's necessary, doing what uh, society is expecting from them. And they, they're almost putting themselves last again. So it doesn't matter what kind of healing anybody's done. They're just thinking of what needs to get done now. What is practical? What do I need to put into place? 
and then that crash can come, you know, years later because then you're just kind of like, okay, that's all done, whoosh, and all those emotions come running out again, don't they? That's exactly what happened to me. Like I said, I was busy with it. I was in busy mode, distracting, I call it. And, you know, some people will go distract about going shopping or overworking. I did it with my busy mode. And then mm. you're right. That's how it felt all at once. Mm. All at once, all the emotions came to the surface. And that was really, really hard because I didn't know how to, I was like, I was fine one minute. How does this happen overnight? I'm feeling great one day, next minute. So it's just you over, overtaken you. It's just overtaken you in just such a short time frame. So it's like it's it's caught up with you as well, is it? 100%. Like I said, I was in busy mode. Just go, go, go. And then once your body has to sit, because most women, what I learned in my healing journey is I was always busy as a child, distracting. As a, uh, as a adult, I was distracting. I was distracting my whole life just to make things work. I didn't know. So once I had to, I remember a coach say, sit with your emotions, sit with your feelings, just sit. I didn't know how to do that. And you know, I have to be honest, Tracy, even though I did all that work, it was actually in 2016, 18, I would say, I learned how to sit with my emotions. And like I think really that's, sit. I think that's I felt something flat, flat on my face. Mm-hmm. I fell flat on my face because I always say, I did all this work. Uh, and, you know, I really like, wow. That made me think I, I was still an ego. There was still so much to work. So that last crash for two and a half, three years was my biggest lesson. Now, when I coach my clients, because I've been through the journey, I know what it feels like sitting with emotions. I still do it because as you, even though all those layers were released, there's more stuff coming up. Like I'm getting into a relationship. I'm going moving forward in my life. More stuff that I never released before. It's coming up and it's ancestral. It's generational. there's so much conditioning programming. Now I'm doing the shadow work. And I'm like, huh, it wasn't there. So the anxiety comes out. I have to sit again through that. And that's where the healing really happens is sitting with the emotions. And this is the work that I do with my clients because I do get women come on that, you know, we've been divorced for a few years. I'm still having those emotions and I'm teaching them sit with your emotions because a lot of women want to run. I, I hear it all the, well, then I go and do gardening. Then I go read a book. I listen to YouTube. Uh, I go shopping or I work extra. They're distracting. We need to let that energy flow. Those emotions flow. I really feel. I so agree with that because as women, we don't like to admit that we're just kind of almost in denial. That's the distraction, right? We're almost in denial that nothing's happening and we're just going about the motions. And when you're um, coaching your clients as well, Nina, if you don't mind me asking, what would you say would be, the most common thing that you hear about divorce? When you say the most, what are women's concerns when they're going through divorce? Mm. Okay. Mm. So I think three women, after going through my journey and I hear women all the time, three concerns women have is the actual fear of leaving. They're scared. No one goes to divorce every day. I was married for 22 years. Who thinks they're going to the divorce? So the fear of leaving, concern for the children and the finances. Those are three main reasons I see over and over. And that's what I help women work through. Okay. So women come to me when they're actually feeling I'm uncertain what's going on in my life. You know, these are challenges I'm facing, you know, so that I'm able to 
coach them through, okay, so you got the fear, where's that coming from? You know, the children, the finances, and then they're able to work through their emotions with my support and decide whether they want to leave or they want to save their marriage because not necessarily the work I do. It means that people are going to work are going through divorce. No, it means things are coming up for them emotionally and they're uncertain about the events happening in their life. And oftentimes I know from my experience, your friends and not to say girlfriends are good. We can connect with them and talk. Oftentimes your girlfriends, their experience with their relationship is totally different. Their upbringing has been different. So when I look at my journey, I basically had to flush out everything. So as a coach, I'm a neutral party. So it doesn't matter what cultural background you are, I'm able to see the same challenges that I went through. I see them in you. Hmm. I think that's really profound and something that a lot of women, especially around those three concerns, because they're practical, but they're also deep emotionally as well. And to actually have a, a strategy or a framework that with that support so that they can transition in, no, I want out or no, I want to save my marriage. And when you were going through your divorce, if you don't mind me asking, were those three things the, the, the concerns for you at that time as well? You know, what an excellent question, Tracy. I got to be honest, they weren't. They were not. So I can so relate to these women. For me, although I was working with a coach at the time and, you know, and I had really good guidance, you know, a lot of people won't have that guidance that I did. And I guess this is why I do the work I do today. I had that guidance. So when I, when my ex-husband, now ex-husband moved out, all those emotions, I was sad, I was crying, but I picked myself up gains, but I had someone I could go to. Why am I feeling this? And she helped me unravel that. And I was unraveling, you know, I said, well, I don't know how I'm going to afford the house. And we started speaking about that. And she made some suggestions. I implement those suggestions. I was able to keep the house. So I had this coaching and sure I had the, at that time, I didn't have concerns. Like I said, I was a robot distracting, right? But because I had this coaching, I was able to sort that out within myself and keep moving forward. I didn't get into or fall into a wrong relationship with somebody else. I'm still not a relationship. I, I was able to look after myself financially, emotionally. I went back to school. I started a new career for myself. I, myself. I left a job. I was not happy. So I find there's so many gifts in my divorce that I'm able to share with my clients. Do a lot and that's of why I love what I do. Oh, definitely, Nina. You're just doing such a service. And do you think a lot of women feel shame or regret or failure if they say they want to get a divorce as well? Are these some common emotions that kind of come, come up as well? You know, I have to be honest. It took me a long time to get over that. And there's still sometimes little tweaks here and there come out. It is so ingrained in us culturally as a society that we have to keep going. We're not allowed to say no. We're not allowed to have, to have boundaries. It's such huge conditioning and programming. And yes, I had shame. I felt embarrassed. I felt I was, I was a failure. But as I was able to work through all those emotions with a coach or doing the work on my own or whatever I did to filter that out for me, I realized no, because we actually as humans were denied and we're all emotional body as women. Um, 
we're denied not to feel. That's a huge conditioning itself. And once you start feeling, you actually start acknowledging. And that's why it's so important to have a coach to mirror your emotions and what you're feeling. Yeah, she's feeling them too. And then you can go inside and say, yeah, I feel that and help you connect the dots. It's okay to feel. It's Once you start to feeling the shame, the embarrassment, the failure, we're able to get the root because it actually filters down to when you were a child and it's, it's a spiral and all that starts to dissipate. And that's an amazing, that's a very empowering feeling for me today that, oh my God, we're so immersed in those emotions and the freedom on the other side is just amazing. It's so peaceful. And you come to a point in your life because most people are also another thing when you mentioned go backtrack, um, you know, women have the concern, the fear of leaving, concern for the children and finance. One other thing women has the fear is, will I find another partner? It's a huge fear. And I didn't have that fear. That's interesting. And now I look back because as you release those emotions and go deeper, you find yourself, you start to love yourself even more and you're happy with or without a partner. I'm not saying it's bad that you want another, another partner. It's great. But look at all the healing that you do. So when you do get to another relationship, how amazing that relationship is going to be. I think so that's, that's one thing. I, yeah, I feel really peaceful and empowered every day that, you know what? I'm waiting for that right relationship. And that I'll be able to do this. So not only do I do divorce coaching, I help women heal through the divorce. So all the work I do is never lost. It's that you gain so much. That's really prevalent. And I know how much you're actually helping in the communities with all of your coaching clients and things like that. So we'll be definitely sharing how we can, um, how people can connect with you if they're going through that, you know, divorce or thinking of divorce or um, they're thinking of saving their marriage and and really connect with you about that as well because I know how how much of a passionate advocate you are for women and what what kind of what kind of message would you like to leave the audience on today, Nina? I think a lot of, I always feel that relationships are the core of our existence and they're so undervalued and I love the work that I do. So if any woman is transitioning or even thinking about, you know, there's some, there's events going in my life and I'm certain and I don't want to do definitely get support. And how I offer support is I offer a 30 minute complimentary divorce clarity session, whether you're deciding to leave or whether you'd want to work it through um, or just have having relationship challenges and you need additional support. So I do discover they go on my website. My website is www.divorcetohappiness.ca. You complete my brief questionnaire, you send it back to me, and then we book a discovery call, which is 30 minute complimentary. And we have a talk. That's it. And we decide whether we to work together. Yeah. We just need to talk, don't we? Just need to talk it out. And just sometimes even just talking just creates that such clarity and articulation around our next steps, awareness. doesn't it? The awareness. A lot of women, we don't have the awareness. We've been so shunned and societally programmed to not feel. And that's another message. Feel. I didn't feel my entire life and it caused a huge havoc on my health. Not only myself, you know, my relationships, my children, my finances. Once I started feeling everything just starts rolling. And having awareness when we are feeling too, 
just go, oh, this is a new emotion or what am I, even just checking yourself, what am I feeling from this situation? And just being aware of that feeling can just be empowering in itself, can't it? You know, that's an excellent point you make empower. We've been told, you know, looking back my story, not to feel, right? And I, I still see a lot of, you know, don't know how to feel. They know how to feel, but they don't know how to go deep into that feeling. It's empowering because you can actually make more mindful, powerful decisions with feeling. That's it. I, you know, I wrote one blog, The Power of Your Emotions. The power is all in your emotions. I live with it daily. Whenever something's off, what's going on here, Nina? It's time to journal. So it is empowering. I totally agree. It's very, your emotions are just your powerhouse. Thank you so much for sharing those powerful insights, Nina. You're the much needed change in the world and you're giving support to so many people. Thank you for being an, a passionate advocate for women going through those emotions as well. Thank you very much for being brave to share your story. We'll be sharing where to connect with you. You are so appreciated. And you can find the Victim to Victory podcast series on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and our Facebook group. Please subscribe, share and comment and help be the change that the world actually needs. Let me leave you with a message today. Thank you, Nina, for being a very special guest on our podcast series and step into your story, figure out who you are and do it on purpose. Thanks, Nina. Thank you, Tracy.